Here in the southeastern corner of the kingdom, the only signs of approaching winter were the gentle puffs of steam that marked the breath of his two horses. The sky was clear blue, almost painfully so, and the sun was warm on his shoulders. He could have dozed off in the saddle, leaving Tug to pick his way along the road, but the years he had spent training and conditioning in a hard and unforgiving discipline would never allow such an indulgence. Will's eyes moved constantly, searching left to right, right to left, close in and far ahead. An observer might never notice this constant movement. His head remained still. Again, that was his training. To see without being seen. To notice without being noticed. He knew this part of the kingdom was relatively untroubled. That was why he had been assigned to the Fief of Seacliff. After all, a brand new just commissioned ranger was hardly going to be handed one of the kingdom's trouble spots. He smiled idly at the thought. The prospect of taking up his first solo posting was daunting enough without having to worry about invasion or insurrection. He would be content to find his feet here in this peaceful backwater. The smile died on Will's lips as his keen eyes saw something in the middle distance, almost concealed by the long grass beside the road. His outward bearing gave no sign that he had noticed anything out of the ordinary. He didn't stiffen in his seat or rise in the stirrups to look more closely, as the majority of people might have done. On the contrary, he appeared to slouch a little more in the saddle as he rode, seemingly disinterested in the world around him. But his eyes, hidden in the deep shadow under the hood of his cloak, probed urgently. Something had moved, he was sure. And now in the long grass to one side of the road, he thought he could see a trace of black and white, colours that were totally out of place in the fading greens and new russets of autumn. Nor was he the only one to sense something out of place. Tug's ears twitched once, and he tossed his head, shaking his mane and letting loose a rumbling neigh that Will felt in the barrel-like chest as much as he heard. I see it, he said quietly, letting the horse know that the warning was registered. Reassured by Will's low voice, Tug quieted, though his ears were still pricked and alert. The pack horse, ambling contentedly beside and behind them, showed no interest. But it was a transport animal, pure and simple, not a ranger-trained horse like Tug. The long grass shivered once more. It was only a faint movement, but there was no wind to cause it, as the hanging clouds of steam from the horse's breath clearly showed. Will shrugged his shoulders slightly, ensuring that his quiver was clear. His massive longbow lay across his knees, ready strung. Rangers didn't travel with their bows slung across their shoulders. They carried them ready for instant use. Always. His heart was beating slightly faster than normal. The movement in the grass was barely thirty meters away by now. He recalled Holt's teaching. 
Don't concentrate on the obvious. They may want you to miss something else. He realized that his total attention had become focused on the long grass beside the road. Quickly, his eyes scanned left and right again, reaching out to the tree line some forty meters back from the road on either side. Perhaps there were men hiding in the shadows, ready to charge out while his attention was distracted by whatever it was that was lying in the grass at the road's edge. Robbers, outlaws, mercenaries, who knew? But he could see no sign of men in the trees. He touched Tug with his knee, and the horse stopped, the pack horse continuing a few paces before it followed suit. His right hand went unerringly to the quiver, selected an arrow, and laid it on the bowstring in less than a second. He shrugged back the hood so that his head was bare. The longbow, the small shaggy horse, and the distinctive grey and green mottled cloak would identify him as a ranger to any observer. He knew.